This afternoon on Joy News, rescuers in Krati West Municipality of Fatu Region recover body of a man believed to have drowned when a canoe he was traveling capsized on the Volta Lake following strong winds. And also, Ghana Water Company issues flood warnings for communities around Weja, Oblogo, Tetegu, and Bawe as it prepares to spill the dam this weekend. And also in this bulletin, Global Human Rights Body, Amnesty International expresses concern about Ghana's deteriorating human rights record as its latest report shows uh, there were several violations of the right to freedom of expression and police use of excessive force, among others. We have this and more here on the Journey's channel. Enjoy Prime with me, Razak Musbao. Do stay. Rescuers in Kratu West Municipality of the two region have recovered the body of a man uh, believed to have drowned when uh, a canoe he was traveling capsized on the Volta Lake. It follows what eyewitnesses say were strong winds on the lake which forced some passengers to abandon the trip. Uh, two regional correspondent Peter Senu uh, have been following this story and uh, joins us via Zoom for more on this. Uh, Peter, if, if you're on Zoom, if you can hear me, I mean, uh, can you tell us exactly what happened relative to this canoe uh, capsizing on the Volta Lake? Right, Razak. Um, we know that last Friday, uh, some passengers were returning from Ketekrati, the municipal capital, to some of these island communities. And along the line, the main boat on which they were traveling and our stopped over to allow a storm to, to subside. And some of the passengers got down to say hi to their friends in these communities. And so before they returned to the lakeside, uh, the main boat had left. And so they decided to use one fishing boat to reach their, their destination. So it was in this process that, I mean, they met another storm. Uh, the boat uh, capsized, leading to the death of, of, of one. I mean, two of the, of the, of the passengers on board the canoe. And so, as we speak, uh, the bodies have been retrieved uh, and at the Ketekrati Municipal um, uh, Government Hospital. Uh, interesting, but we also understand there is a search for a woman who was also on board uh, this canoe. Can you bring us up to speed on that, whether the person has been found since uh, the incident occurred? Yes, right. The woman has also, the body of the woman has also been found. And the two bodies now, as you speak, are the Ketekrati Municipal government hospital. Uh, interesting, but what are the authorities also saying about this incident, if any? Well, for now we have not had any official communication to this regard, but what we do know is that NADMO over the past month has intensified education along some of these communities, I mean the island communities, and so education is ongoing with regard to what to do when there is a storm, and sometimes one of these is to pack and then allow the storm to subside uh, yeah. before they continue the journey. So authorities are doing their part of, 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 of their bid in terms of education along these communities. Uh, interesting. Uh, Peter, thanks very much. Uh, of course, uh, keep following that, and uh, let's get to know what happens afterwards. And 
you know, if any other development for me. Thank you very much, Peter. Now, uh, the human rights organization, Amnesty International, says uh, it has noticed a surge in police brutality across the country, including attacks on journalists in line of duty. Now, country director of Amnesty International in Ghana, Genevieve uh, Patenton, raised a concern on foreign affairs on journeys when she explained to host Bevis at Soga that a number of these infractions were captured in the latest global report on the state of human rights by Amnesty International. This is what Mr. Patenton, Ms. Patenton had to say. There are highs and lows in Ghana. I think every year something comes up, we go low sometimes, and then we, you know, we, a few steps forward, a few steps back. Mm -hmm. So right now the issue is, for example, we just launched our human rights report, um, state of human rights all over the world, 154 countries. It's available online, it's completely free, you can download it um, with PDF. And um, it covers Ghana, and Ghana is not looking too good because we've um, done things like forced evictions Mm -hmm. because under the international law, uh, we're not allowed to force people out of their homes. Um, We're looking at police brutality. There have been a number of cases where you journalists have been attacked by the police wrongfully. Um, At the end of the day, even if you've done something wrong, you are, you know, you are you are innocent until proven guilty, right? So you need to be treated as such. So you can't have police, you know, asking you to do inhumane things whilst you are, you know, um, waiting trial or, or, you know, being held against your will. So, you know, the police brutality has gone up in the reports. Um, Freedom of expression is an issue. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have uh, um, LGBTI rights, people's rights, because we know that the... um, anti-LGBTI um, law, uh, sorry, bill, bill for now, under consideration, but it's going to abuse so many international laws. Um, I know people are very, I don't want this, but the issue is nobody is asking you to accept, um, you know, people who care for a different sexual orientation. We're just saying that you know, they live amongst us, leave them alone. Um, no, don't criminalize it. Just leave them alone as they were. Nothing is happening, you know. What will a country such as Ghana do to regain that trust and the good standing when it comes to the respect for human no, rights across no, the it's, world? It's, it's not just about ratifying international laws, because I always say Ghana is very good at that. We have a lot of learned people. We ratify laws all the time. We're very good at that. But the implementation is the problem. Um, we rely a lot on um, funding from outside. Um, that is the main issue. I think if, if we cut down less of that and look more on domestic mobilization of resources, we'll be able to you know, help our people better. So I think human rights in general, there's hope in Ghana. I don't want to dampen anyone's spirits. Yeah. And, you know, we just decriminalized attempted suicide, yes. which is amazing for mm. the mental health authority and all the persons that, you know, are for, you know, mental health um, issues. Mm. So that's one step in the right direction. So I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful yeah. that things will get better. Mm-hmm. But we as a people need to do the work. Now, the uh, public service is, is a call to duty, not an avenue for corruption. That's their caution from Public Service Commission to all public sector workers. Uh, state agencies have been saddled with corrupt practices over the years, 
with the Auditor General's report indicating a 36% rise in financial irregularities. However, Commissioner of the Public Services Commission, Dr. Nana Ajiman Frimpon, says prospective employees in the public sector must dedicate themselves to a good cause that serves the interest of all. He was speaking on the sidelines of a seminar uh, on developing the next generation of public sector workers, managers, organized by the public administration student of Gimba. The Public Administration Students Association, as part of its Union Week celebration, organized a seminar for its members who have largely been identified as the next generation of public sector workers. Under the auspices of the School of Public Service and Governance at the Ghana Institute of Management and Public Administration, the student group brought together experts and public sector practitioners to impart the next generation of students. Gilbert Atipo is president of the Public Administration Students Association at Gimpa. Um, I must say that the topic of the program was uh, carefully selected because we are that the public sector lacks a lot of efficiency. So we, we came up with this topic to see how we can reshape the next generation of public sector managers. And so you hear the lecture, Dr. Achima, who is the man who does recruitment for governments, talking about the requisite skills that one needs uh, to have as a public sector manager. Touching on the essence of public service, Commissioner of the Public Services Commission, Dr. Nana Ejiman Frimpong, who also spent some time with the students, tells Joy News that prospective employees in the public sector must dedicate themselves to a good cause that serves the interests of all, devoid of corrupt practices. Above all, be honest and be a man or a woman of what? Integrity. When you put all these variables, when you put them together, then as a public sector manager, you can be very efficient. The constitution is emphatic if you want to serve in the service. The public service is not a place to make money. The public service is a call to duty. It's a call to national service. And so my advice to, to people is that whenever you get an opportunity to serve, it's not an opportunity to enrich yourself. It's an opportunity to make your services available and serve our motherland. And so corruption exists everywhere. But there are enabling laws in this nation that if well enforced, I believe, we can minimize. You can never eradicate the corruption from any society. Even in advanced nations where we've all been to, corruption still you know, exists. It's just a matter of we as a nation implementing the enabling legislation that we have enacted to fight the corrupt activities in our system being effectively what enforced. Once we do that as a nation, I think that you can minimize the levels of, of corruption. He's also urging successive governments to build more institutions that will cater for the needs of the public sector. You look at the needs that we have as a nation, the emerging needs that keeps on coming and coming. 
successive administrations have to set up institutions to meet these background emerging needs. Efficiency is about using less of a resource in getting the maximum output. And so, in the service, in order to get efficiency, people need to be well equipped. People need to apply themselves to the knowledge that they had in school. People need to also uh, be acquainted with individuals who have occupied certain key positions in our society, learn from them how they were able to do it. The public. Administration Students Association at Kimpa says it will in the coming days pursue further strategic partnerships that will transform the mindsets of prospective public sector managers in order to ensure that they are efficient and effective at post. And so yes, um, it is uh, a nice program and then the second part of it is the Passa Connect where we will be meeting with alumni to have uh, a drinking session with them, interact with them, because a lot of uh, public sector managers, politicians, ministers have been here, and they have all been to the Ginfa Public School. And so as an association, we want to bring all of them together so that we unite, so that we network, and then see how we can revive the association, Ginfa, PASA, as well as the students in general. Now, the Ghanacom Water Company has uh, says it may soon begin the spillage of excess water from the Wager Dam. This announcement is to forewarn citizens living downstream of the Wager Dam to begin evacuating the vicinity to avert any disaster when the spillage begins. According to the company, the level of the dam as of Friday, 28th of April, is 46 feet, just one below the maximum safe operating level of 47 feet. Uh, in a statement, the company said it will not hesitate to open the spill gate should the level go about 46.5 feet so as not to compromise the integrity of the dam and to avert any disaster. Communities expected to be affected include Weja, Oglojo, Oglogo, Tetegu, and Bawe. Now, communications manager at uh, Ghana Water Company, Stanley Mate, joins me via Zoom. For more on this very development, uh, Mr. Mate, more rays are expected soon. Uh, so, when will the spillage really start? Thank you very, very much. Um, we're expecting um, uh, the uh, spillage to begin uh, maybe around Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. But unfortunately, the, the, the dam levels rose up uh, beyond our expectation yesterday. So, we had to. St- uh, start spilling. So yesterday in the evening, we started minimal spillage with one gate, and uh, we are still monitoring um, um, the inflows so that we will um, increase it if the need arises. Um, we have started minimal spillage because uh, we want everybody um, to uh, evacuate the area um, before we start before we open uh, the the. F- the entire uh, number of gates that, that, we, that we have. So it's essential that people, um, after hearing the announcement and uh, uh, the sensitization and everything that we've done within the communities, they will evacuate the area to forestall any eventuality. 
So I understand you, you start so with the, you, you uh, the, the minimum, uh, the, the minimum spillage. Yes, yeah, so, you started, so when are you going to do the, the actual spillage itself? Is it today or which Sunday are you referring to? I'm monitoring the inflows into the dam. Mm. So the more inflows we get, the more uh, gates we open. But uh, this one uh, actually serves as a caution to everybody who lives in that area. Mm. We have sensitized people living downstream mm. to evacuate the area and also to ensure by putting pressure on the district, the municipal assembly, to demolish structures that impede the flow of the water into the sea. We also have uh, cautioned um, the municipal assembly to dredge the estuary where the Denzel River enters the sea so that there will be uh, easy flow into, into the sea. All precautionary measures have been taken, and I expect that um, things will work out if everybody should perform its role or should take up its responsibilities uh, effectively. We have informed the chiefs and the uh, assemblymen and everybody who matter in the area um, uh, about what is about to happen. And uh, even apart from that, we also expect that knowing that we are in the rainy season, um, there's, a, uh, there's a high opportunity or high chance for the school gates to be open. So we expect people who have experienced such disaster before to be more cautious and uh, to move or evacuate the area to avert any uh, disaster. Uh, you, you mentioned you've been engaging the people in the area. I mean, how have they been receiving this news of the spillage that's uh, about to happen, which has even already started? No, uh, the people living downstream um, have been, or let's say most of the people living da- downstream have been recalcitrant when it comes to evacuating that area. We have warned them several times over and over again. Every year, we have to do the same thing. And they'll tell you, they'll move, they'll move, and then they don't move until uh, the unexpected happens. Um, Yesterday, we were not expecting anything uh, better than than that. And that was what what we we were met with yesterday. Uh, There are some media houses uh, who also went into the area to interview them. And they also uh, had the same... Um, resistance from, from the people. So there's nothing much we can do. The course of the river is a natural course created by God for the Denzu River. So everybody living in that area um, came after um, or was or was. If you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Everybody living there, um, uh, lived, uh, started living there in recent times. And so the, anybody living there may have uh, experienced um, some of these disasters um, over and over, and they still are trying to move. Um, for us as Ghana Water Company Limited, there's nothing much you can do than to inform the powers that be, including the NADMO and the National Security, uh, the Municipal Assembly, to do what is expected of them so that at least we will avert any, any, any disaster. If they are unable to do anything and the people also living there refuse to evacuate, there's nothing much that can be done. We only pray that there wouldn't be any, any lives lost.
I mean, by, by engaging NADMO and the other security agencies, you are calling on them to forcefully uh, evacuate the people. Is, is that what you're hoping they, they do for you to be able to avert any, you know, disaster? Exactly so. And uh, I must tell you uh, that beyond the dam uh, isn't the responsibility of the Ghana Water Company Limited. We only get involved because we feel there are human lives involved. And so uh, we want to add some human face to the whole thing. And that is why we spend money in sensitizing them and doing what we have to do so that uh, we will avert any, any, any calamity. But if the people there are recalcitrant and are refusing to move, there's nothing much that, that we can do. Uh, the rest uh, should be that uh, the, the duty or the responsibility of the municipal assembly, the, the NADBO national security, and then the powers uh, that be. Mr. Marty, thank you very much for your time. Uh, that's Mr. Marty, the communications officer of Ghana Water Company, speaking to us on the spillage of the water, the wager down there. But away from that, the Electricity Company of Ghana have, uh, has identified 28 institutions involved in power theft in the Ashanti region. Uh, the company has bailed some of the institutions who stole power through direct power connections, bypasses, among others, to the tune of 1 million Ghana cities as part of its revenue mobilization drive. Ohimentaria of our security desk has more in the following report. The Ashanti region accounts for 1.2 billion Ghana cities, representing 21% of the 5.7 billion Ghana cities owned by electricity consumers nationwide. Power theft accounts for a chunk of the commercial losses of the power company. ECG says the majority of the power thefts are orchestrated by unscrupulous persons parading themselves as staff of the company. Last week, 21 persons were arrested at Mohu, Barakasi and Kunzu for power theft. Over 20 second cycle institutions have also been caught in the illegality. General Manager, Network Projects at Ashanti SBU, Frederick Bediako, in an exclusive interview with Joy News, named security, hospitality and health institutions as other worst corporates of power theft. In the work that we have done within the past uh, one month, within the Agenda 20 to 20, uh, we have been able to identify about 28 institutions, um, ranging from the security to medical to uh, hospitality industries, as well as some manufacturing industries, um, institutions that have, uh, you know, done some bit of um, power theft, which we are in, um, in talks with uh, through the uh, Revenue Protection Unit to um, retrieve the energy that has been consumed and not paid for. So far, so far, we have been able to build about a million Ghana city. There's some, there's a major discussion that is that's going on to build some other customers that, that would send a figure to way beyond 3 million Ghana city, within Ashanti alone. The Electricity Company of Ghana, through its Agenda 2020 program, is going after all power theft corporates. It will also ensure power consumed illegally is retrieved and perpetrators punished. Mr. Bediako cautions ECG customers against engaging unauthorized ECG staff. Most of these things are also uh, done by persons that are parading themselves as ECG representatives, uh, but may not necessarily be ECG persons. This is because there are some um, contractors, some technical people, that work within 
the ECG network that um, have also decided to um, clad themselves in the ECG logos and paraphernalia. Um, we have had discussions with our contractors and we have said that going forward, we've given a strong directive that uh, going forward, every contractor is expected to build his or her own brand and not necessarily attach themselves to the ECG brand. So you would see that most of our contractors would have their logo and then attached to it, you would see that there's an ECG um, logo attached to it, which we have said that it is giving a wrong impression to our customers out there. Customers should be very careful with who they deal with. The question would be, how do you uh, differentiate between um, that ECG contractor or anybody that has a technical know-how to perform such services for you? Uh, um, the short code, which is the star 226 hash. The fifth option, option five, would give you um, the option to verify any person that is um, presenting himself as an ECG official. From Kumasi, for Joy News, Oimateria reporting. Oh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with more. Please do stay. My name is Evans Mensah. I would like to tell you about the Joy News Impact Makers Awards and why you should be excited about it. Because you see, there are people who dedicate themselves to a cause they care deeply about. These are everyday people who go the extra mile to make their communities better. I'm talking about the people making real impact on humanity. The Joy News Impact Award is about these individuals. Many of you have nominated that person you feel truly deserves to be celebrated as a Joy News impact maker. Our panel of judges is receiving the entries. In May, 10 of these amazing and outstanding people will be selected at an event that would celebrate their remarkable dedication and service to humanity. This is the Joy News Impact Makers Awards, where we celebrate ordinary people who are making extraordinary impact. Join Joy News and the multimedia group to recognize, honor, and support dedicated people and their inspiring work. Joy News Impact Makers Awards. It's time to celebrate greatness. When you go to an area and they tell you that kids are lying on the floor and studying, you ought to go and see it for yourself. Recently, I saw some TV programming. They were talking about Ghana's school of shame. And I was ashamed.
Welcome back. Now, the Anasaman District Magistrate Court has issued a bench warrant for the arrest of 35-year-old Francis Annan for allegedly visiting the homes of beneficiaries of the government affordable household toilet project and charging them fees for maintenance. Now, the project coordinator of the Greater Accra Metropolitan Area Sanitation and Water Project under the Ministry of Sanitation, Engineer George Siedu, says his outfit will ensure the suspect and other footsteps who are parading as officials of the project are punished. There is more in the following report. Used to be a major problem. The Gama Sanitation and Water Project has made progress in addressing the challenge through the construction of more than 40,000 affordable toilets for homes in the city. However, some unscrupulous persons in recent times have started visiting homes under the guise of fixing non-existent problems with the biodigester toilets. One of them was recently arrested by the Gang West Municipal Assembly. The suspect, Francis Annan, was suspected in court this week but failed to be present, forcing the courts to issue a bench warrant for his arrest. Imano Opoku resides at Amasaman. He's a victim of the scam. The guy called me because he took a number from my wife. And he called me that he's from council. And he said my toilet is full, so he should come and draw it. So I charged with him about the price. Then he said the last is 250 So I said, okay, you should do it. Another victim at Amasaman has also been narrating his ordeal. I think about two weeks ago, I wasn't around at the moment, I was at the worksite, and some guy came here, called me that he's from the assembly, right? Clean up, assembly sent him to come and clean the biodigester. Bar, bar I said, okay, well, already I've been waiting for this kind of opportunity. So I asked him, how much does it cost? He says, 300. So later I give him, I send Momo 1.5 to come and do it. Environmental Health Officer at the Gang West Municipal Assembly, Catherine Ashibe, says the assembly has received about 15 complaints. They were looking for means to get hold of those people. And so last two weeks when another beneficiary came complaining that he wasn't at home when a gentleman by name Francis Annan came around that uh, we have sent him to come and service his digester. So unknown to him he he allowed him to service the digester but after he came home he realized some defects he opened and realized that there are certain materials that should be in the digester they weren't in it because his arrest coordinator for the gamma sanitation and water project engineer george isiedu says the culprits will be made to face the full rigors of the law First of all, we just from the court, and what they do is that they come to your home, and then they tell you that your biodigester toilet is full, and so they have to dislodge it at a fee, and uh, they charge between 350 Ghana cities to about 500 Ghana cities, and whether you like it or not, they insist that you must pay, so they start um, opening your digesters, and then removing almost everything from the digester they can't even reinstate it and then they ask you to pay money what we are saying is that this is not coming from any assembly it's not from the project it is not from but i'm not surprised because um since the inception of the gamma project we have provided a total of about 41,000 household toilets mostly by digesters and this is in um, the effort towards increasing access to improve toilet sanitation and also meeting the SDG goals, which is the main target. 
and knowing the numbers that we have constructed they thought that they could make business out of this what we are saying is that it is not the assembly's duty neither is it the ministry's uh, duty to be moving from house to house insisting that they forcefully open your digesters anybody that comes in with that uh, message uh, is a foster and that you must report such a person to the authorities for us to take the appropriate action against them. We are lucky we've arrested one person, and the person has been arranged before courts, and the end resource is for everybody to guess. You may end up in prison, or you'll be also charged for the uh, digestion that you have damaged. And so what we are saying is that the ministry and the assembly have not sent anybody to forcefully open any digester. Anybody going around, we are warning you, it is not allowed, it is criminal, and anybody caught in that uh, act should be arrested and prosecuted. We have arrested one person, and the court has issued a bench warrant to arrest him. When we arranged before court, he failed to appear today. And so we are going to go for him, and we take the appropriate actions as will be allowed by the law. Otherwise, if the law uh, um, places its hands on them, we will take the, uh, the appropriate action and the consequences um, can be far-reaching. Mosquito is thought to be responsible for an increase in malaria incidents in Djibouti at a time when the country was scheduled to be declared malaria-free. Now, they may be found in relatively small numbers, but are known to be efficient transmitters of malaria. Uh, in the la- last of our series on Anopheles Stephansi, Joe News medical correspondent Dr. Neta Prasam looks at what the mosquito, is uh, the mosquito efficient in transmitting malaria parasites. Welcome to What If, the show where I, Jake from State Farm, answer your insurance what ifs. We've got a call from Millie. What's up? Hi, Jake. Uh, What if, hypothetically, a moose gets mad at my car and (gasps) rams into my windshield? Hypothetically. Oh, just file a claim on the app. At State Farm, we're there for your what ifs. Great, but what if the moose eats my phone? Hypothetically. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Hi there. So far in this series, we've learned that the peak biting times of the Anopheles defensi mosquito is between 6 to 9 before you go to sleep. We've also understood that it's able to withstand a range of temperatures. About 3.4 degrees Celsius lower uh, and higher. Uh, than that of the anopheles can be. Additionally, we've learned that it's gaining resistance against many insecticides. It has 29 uh, insecticide-resistant genes. The anopheles defensive mosquito has been found to be effective transmitters of the plasmodium parasite, even though they may be found in small numbers. Uh, there has been studies, specific experiments, where uh, Anopheles Gambi has been compared to Anopheles Defensa, where they were all given the same blood meal containing the same amount of uh, uh, parasites, estimated parasites. Uh, you realize that when they were given uh, parasites from Africa, uh, both of them delivered 
the same. I mean, the establishment of infection and uh, uh, production of oozes that eventually will turn into sporozoids to invade the cervical gland were comparable. But when they were given uh, parasites from Asia, you realize that the Anopheles Stephensi was able to um, develop more parasites, establish higher infections compared to that of the Anopheles Gambi, which means that uh, per bite, is capable of injecting more sporozoids compared to that of Anopheles Gambi. Uh, and if it behaves the same in our country, it means that even in low densities, they have the capacity to transmit more infectious dose of parasites. Still, let's gear up and fight against the Anopheles defensive mosquito and other mosquito species out there. Remember to sleep under insecticide-treated mosquito nets, wear long clothing, make use of insect repellents, and oh, indoor residual spraying. For Joy News, Dr. Netta Pasram. Now, the flag bearer hopeful of the new patriotic party, Alan Chermantin, says a vote for him to lead the MPP into the 2024 polls is the best chance the party has to retain power. According to him, he has received overwhelming support from all the regions he traveled to. He believes that is enough evidence for delegates to choose his candidature. He was speaking to party faithfuls at the Edru Wasso Health Walk organized by his team in the Greater Accra region. I <laughs> And we must go beyond our party and canvas support from the whole of our country. I know since we can so much meeting is said, I region for say, I think the delegates. Samudi Allah the Bar, Yabatuaba Mamma. I for region for sin. Samudi Abbey, Abbey, Mudi Allah the Bar, Yabatuaba Mamma. What you ready? Samuel, I am, I am, I this year, I won't Sir, 
Bidi Minyansa, Bidi Misika, from 1932, Bidi Abuwa Pati Namana Chichi. Anwe Chisoso, Anwe Chisoso, Montiemi, Montiemi. Sosso, Well, meanwhile, some members of the New Patriotic Party have rubbished an Economist Intelligence Unit report that predicts the National Democratic Congress is likely to emerge victorious in the 2024 presidential and parliamentary elections in Ghana. I wonder what the EIU saw or did to arrive at that conclusion. As we speak, let somebody tell me one policy direction that JDM had pronounced in all his, you know, uh, 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 gallivanting, let me say. I'm telling you, if JDM was rather to be on the seat, we have suffered worse than what we are seeing now. Well, well who is the IU report? I believe in my own report. The trend is that every eight years we change government. So anybody can sit in the comfort of his or her room and make a prediction. What we are about to do is unprecedented. There's no party that has won power three consecutive times. So if they are saying that, yes, it's going to be difficult for us, it is true. And that is why we are saying, even though they are saying it's difficult, even though you and I believe it's going to be difficult, but with the candidacy of Honorable Alan Chimantin, it's going to be easy. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Please do stay. of the babies who come in will end up dying. This is impactful journalism. The storytelling that stretches your imagination and shines a light on the underreported issues. Normally, if you talk, can it change people? Let them see it. This is impactful journalism. It is fearless, independent journalism that reshapes thoughts and crushes stereotypes. But I had no more strength in me again. The person must be made to know that what you have done, yes, it would have deserved murder. This is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives. Children are born with sin. And therefore, if you don't baptize them and they die as children, then they will go to hell. This is funny. This is impactful journalism. It provides context and meaning to the different perspectives. This is Joy News Hotline Documentaries, compelling stories changing the status quo.
When you go to an area and they tell you that kids are lying on the floor and studying, you ought to go and see it for yourself. Recently I saw some TV programming. They were talking about Ghana's school of shame. And I was ashamed. Now, the Simaf Ghana Limited, producers of a wide range of cement, has launched a new cement product called the Kantinka Cement. According to the Director of Sales and Marketing at Simaf Ghana Limited, Joseph Kobina Abo, uh, the new product is strong in nature and is design- designed to withstand all weather conditions. There's more on the following report. Simaf Ghana's new Kantinka Cement is designed to prevent cracks in buildings and also prevent easy collapse of structures. The new Kantinka Cement comes at an affordable price to customers. Speaking in an interview, Director of Sales and Marketing at Simaf Ghana Limited, Joseph Kobina Abu said, the new cement is stronger and efficient for use. The function of every cement is to develop strength. So we look at the strength level in the market and we have designed a cement that that is the highest cement in the market. Uh, you can find out cement with uh, 32.5, 32.5. These are strength levels that gives you when you work with it. So the current cement Kentika, which is 52.5, tells us that we have come out to the cement with the most highest cement, uh, uh, strength in the, in the system, in the market. So we are only... We are only advising or informing the general public that the cement that is available to give you higher strength in Ghana now is Kentinka cement. So if you are doing, if you are working on the construction sector, if you are building bridges, if you are building road, if you are, uh, if you are putting on high rising uh, burden, the best cement you can use is the Kentinka. General Manager of Simaf Ghana Limited, Dennis Mohammed, said the new product will address the construction needs in the country. We believe the construction sector is the key of the development of Ghana. This can only be manifested when we have quality and durable products for the construction sector. We have provided the construction work, the construction work with variety through the production of different grades of cement. Until today, CIMAF counts five grades of cement on the Ghanaian market. We are proud. We are proud to introduce to you not just another grade, 
but also a stronger grade that the commercial sector of construction needs, especially in this era of economic crunch. Deputy Minister of Trade and Industry, Michael Otribefi, added that government plans to clamp down on organizations selling low-quality cements, leading to the collapse of buildings. Now, most of the cement companies in Ghana are advertising something and giving different products. That's a, a worry to the national security of this country and also the Ministry of Trade and Industry. Companies are advertising numbers different from the quality of products they are putting into the market. And that is not the way to go. And the good news is that CMAF is not part of companies who are involved in such practice. And therefore, we want to encourage them to do their best. Effectiveness week, I have directed the Ghana Standards Authority to pick their whip. So they will pick their kings and they will start going around. We are going to crack their whip. I'm sure from next week, companies in the cement industry will see some signs that government is so much interested in the service they provide to the good people of this country and the product they deliver to Ghanaians. The new Kentinka cement has a medium comprehensive strength. Well, that's all for business. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with sports. Hi there. My name is Evans Mensah. I would like to tell you about the Joy News Impact Makers Awards and why you should be excited about it. Because you see, there are people who dedicate themselves to a cause they care deeply about. These are everyday people who go the extra mile to make their communities better. I'm talking about the people making real impact on humanity. The Joy News Impact Award is about these individuals many of you have nominated that person you feel truly deserves to be celebrated as a joy news impact maker our panel of judges is receiving the entries in may 10 of these amazing and outstanding people will be selected at an event that would celebrate your remarkable dedication and service to humanity this is the John News Impact Makers Awards, where we celebrate ordinary people who are making extraordinary impact. Join John News and the multimedia group to recognize, honor, and support dedicated people and their inspiring work. John News Impact Makers Awards. It's time to celebrate greatness.
sports now. Crowds of will return to winning ways as they defeated Kinfizer by two goals to nil at a Crowds Sports Stadium. Uh, the Phobians have been on a two-match winless run after defeat to Bechem United and Tamale City. Two late goals from uh, in the 89th minute from Salif Ibrahim and Linda Mtange ensured that the Phobians cruise to victory. Benjamin Christian Sedu, Salif Ibrahim, you return. Thanks to Linda Mtange, who gets back to Esso. Esso being challenged by Bature. He locates Adesoa onto the right where Befi is found. Now Befi sends a cross. Right place, right time. Good defending. Salif Ibrahim to take it. He bends one in. Amankwa arrives and heads it down. Here is York. His effort is blocked by Abdul Latif. That's the free kick from Salif Ibrahim. Caleb Amankwa heads it down for Benjamin York. York shoots. Abdul Latif goes down. He hit the hand. Was it a penalty? Esso. Poor ball to Alako. Abdul Latif steals possession. Baba is on his right. He checks onto the left. Where is Yaboa? Yaboa shoots. He takes a deflection of more. Fatal. And it's a goal kick. Here is Awako. Wants to drive his team forward. And it's Awako. Lovely ball to Yonde. It is Yonde with a cutback. And that's the goal for the Fabians. Hatsabuk finally find the back of the net. It is. The Fabians in the lead. Adia Crespo Stadium. He is the man at the moment. Good cutback from Yonde. There was a handball by referee. And Salif Ibrahim arrived at the right place at the right time to tap in. Hatsabok up by 1-0 just on the stroke of full time. Six additional minutes. And here comes the Phobias. Yonde finds Benjamin York. Can he score the second? And York has blasted white. Here is York. Puts one through for Corsa. Here comes Corsa. He cuts back for Yonde. And it's a if you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Second, Linda Mtange makes it 2-0 for her, Sabuk. And that's all for sports. The Fabians. That's all I have for you all for the bulletin to this afternoon. There's more on myjoyonline.com for slash sports, entertainment, and more over there. My name is Rosak Musbao, and do enjoy the rest of our show. Up next is the law with Samson Ladia.